You are now on air. Good morning and welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It is Wednesday, the 24th of October, 2018. This is this is a milestone episode, number 50, number 50 dialogues, 50 live dialogues. So super happy for today's episode. Thank you for joining me. I am your host. I am Edwin Frondozo. Um, for those who are new to the show, the Business Leadership Podcast Live, it's a live radio call-in show where I speak to business leaders, subject matter experts, and thought leaders to discuss the latest innovations, current events, or best practices that will help you personally and professionally grow. This episode is brought to you by Dell Small Business, empowering Canadian entrepreneurs with the tools, technology, and resources they need to succeed. Again, super stoked for today's episode. I'm really excited to to introduce my co-host, a friend of mine, amazing woman. Um, I, I had a, we had a quick chat that she we we, we celebrated my fiftieth episode uh, on my on my other podcast on where I do exclusive interviews. Um, her name is Rachel Wexer. She is the director of marketing at an um, at an amazing company called Tribal Scale. She leads the marketing department, internal external. Um, I'm probably going to get her to do the intro, but <laughs> she probably did the best. She's, I'm so happy, so grateful to have her. And today's topic, and we thought it was really great because the last time I did an episode on branding, I mean, we had a lot of insight, a lot of people asking questions because my guests at the time, we were dissecting brands. So I thought this was going to be a perfect one because Rachel's on the, uh, you know, she's on the, she's riding a rocket ship, a brand that just went through a rebrand and really excited to talk about that. So if you are joining us live, you have any questions for Rachel or myself, feel free to put it into the browser below. If you do have a story or an example that you want uh, Rachel and I to join in on and would love to have you join us, just click the button in the browser and you could join us live in real time. Without further ado, Rachel. Happy Wednesday. How are you today? Happy Wednesday. I'm great. Uh, thank you for having me. No, this is this is exciting. And this is really super exciting. I'm I can't believe I'm at number 50. I can't believe, and this is totally coincidence. I'd, I'd like to say that I planned this, Rachel, that I was gonna have you on a oh, number 50. <laughs> okay, let's let's say I'm a genius and I planned it, but no, this is this is exciting and I, and I'm super super excited for branding a little personal for me as well because as as my personal brand and the podcast of the business leadership brand keeps growing and expanding and i know you and i've had chats about this you know you know personally i I'm, i want to dissect what's inside your brain as well so uh and doing it live uh, <laughs> good thing or a bad thing but uh let's just have fun um, so why don't I just jump in why don't we just talk about the importance of a company brand i'd love to get your thoughts and insights on that yeah, absolutely. So I am a futuristic thinker. So I think, you know, from, from my standpoint, when I think about a brand, I think about how that brand is going to live on. So not this week, this month, this year, but five years, 10 years, no matter what happens to your company, what is is the legacy that that that, that brand lives on. So um, I think the importance is to be able to look to the future and to really understand what your company is, what its positioning is in the market, who your competitors are, and, and how you're going to stand out and then also leave a mark. So even if you don't think your brand is is going to be the same, how do you see it evolving? So I think having somebody who's responsible for, for making sure that that you know, your brand evolves properly and in the way that you want it is is so important. Um, your brand is your personality. It's it's who you are. It's what your company offers. It's why you should work 
for us or with us. Um, and so it's just super important that, that you understand what that personality should be and that you go for it. So how do you, I mean, in terms of branding for those listeners out there who might be wondering, or maybe they're starting a business or they're within a business, how do, how do you, or what are the tools or the hacks that you have, Rachel, that, that allows you to really understand, you know, maybe what your existing brand is. And as you said, what, do, where do you want that brand to be in the next three years, five years? Like, are there tools, are there assessments or like, or like, how do you, how, how do you, how do you dive deep in yourself on that? Yeah, well, so I think you know, I was really lucky because I came into Tribal Scale about a year ago, so just over a year, and we were, I was employee number 70, around the 70 mark, and now we're at 250 almost. So I was I was lucky that I was, I came in at a time where we were in that almost 100 phase, where I think companies see a lot of change when they, mm -hmm. when they hit 100, so there's the 50 mark, the 100 mark. So I came in, and I, I'm not a quiet person, as you would imagine. Um, <laughs> So I, I came in and I don't think that I spoke um, for a month. I was just sitting there. I was observing. I knew that my background was in branding. Um, and so I was just kind of observing everything that was going on, who we are, what we were offering, um, trying not to, you know, immediately jump in and, and make some changes, but, but really absorb what was going on. And, and what I found in that beginning was that there was so much change and growth at the company that the floor and, and all of our employees were starting to get confused about some of that change, especially when they're not privy to all of the, the different conversations about growth and where we see the company headed. So I definitely um, started by just absorbing and, and observing what was going on. And in that, I found that, that yes, we, we had lots of different voices. So we started with, you know, just the Sheetal voice. And then we had all, all of our uh, employees put their hand up and started helping with marketing. So we had different blogs, different positioning pieces and social me uh, media material. And, and I felt that the brand as far as tribal scale was getting a little bit lost in all of that shuffle. So then it was it was time for a little bit of a brand audit. <laughs> so then I looked at um, everything that we've done, all of the collateral, the case studies, the templates, all of it, and I kind of sifted it between what I thought worked, what I thought didn't work, um, and then you know knowing that I wanted to rebrand in the future, I kind of just sat on that. And then when it came time for for everybody, the executive and leadership team to sign off on the idea of a, of a complete rebrand, we then did an audit as a whole, where we sat down and really looked at what the brand meant to each of us based on our different departments. So that was was kind of the next phase, and that was the most important phase because it, it almost acted like a therapy session for our whole leadership team to come together and figure out what it is that's really important to us and how we feel our department, not just the company, but how our department differentiates in the market. Yeah, so, I mean, I want to take you back to that time, Rachel. I mean, you talked about when you came in, there were so many voices, there were so many confusions internally, and I assume... I externally that confusion would be there as well so as you sat on the brand and really thought about okay what's working what's not working um what was the messaging you were allowing or you were explaining to everyone within the organization to, to use at that point because it was so confusing yeah i think i think at that time um it was more so about the you know the empowerment of what was going on at the company and the excitement for the growth so i think we definitely concentrated on the the growth message so rather than getting really into how we were differentiating ourselves how we were um what our offerings were we were focused on on that strong growth 
uh, and culture message. So that's what we focused on there before really um, honing in and, and crafting what we we should be saying externally. I mean, that's really interesting. And that that is sort of a brand, like understanding, you know, what you're excited about and and really just focusing on one aspect of a of an entire brand set, right? Um, and that was conscious, right, in terms of the messaging that you were putting out there as a, as the marketing leader, as the brand leader within with in-house, right, to just let's all focus on everyone along, you know, employee 1 to 150. Let's just talk about how fast we're growing. Yeah, absolutely. We we had um, our we have a new format for our town halls, which has been great, and that's all part of, of branding as well. So that falls under my myself and my team. Is there's external branding, and obviously we we can talk about a lot about that. But then there's also the importance of internal branding because your your external branding isn't going to speak to who you are if your internal staff doesn't um, doesn't understand what your what your internal brand is and how they should be saying that externally. So um, our town hall format now is that every 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 month we have uh, we have a town hall, and then every other month is a Q and A session uh, based on the theme that happened at the town hall previous. So we transformation is a massive part of our business. We focused the the last town hall on on transformation and what we mean by that. And then yesterday we had our follow up Q and A session where our entire company called in from all the different offices and countries and time zones, and were able to ask questions. And a lot of it was you know messaging and. Um, you know, how we've failed, how we've uh, come out on top, what are some of the things that we've learned. And all of that is is also building an internal brand that then speaks externally because the the whole floor really understands where where we're going with our different offerings. No, that's amazing. And, and I guess these town halls are, they're evolving as well in terms of the, the internal structure and who you are. And it sounds like your brand, Tribal Scale, is still evolving as it goes. I guess it, I have a question in terms of, I mean, you, because you are you just went through that exercise of a rebrand and maybe it's still happening, and maybe this is a two or three point question, but let, let me just collect my thoughts for a second. But when does, you know, like how does someone really understand when it's time to rebrand? Because you came in, what was it, a year and a half ago or so, or, or almost a year, I guess, and, and, uh, and then you made the decision to rebrand. Like, what made you like, you know, basically put everyone in a room and say, "I think it's time." Yeah, I think the the two biggest things. So this is a, a loaded answer, uh, question. There's a lot. Yeah. To but I think the biggest thing is, um, can your employees at any time give an elevator pitch confidently? Mm -hmm. If you feel like there's confusion about what your elevator pitch, or you know, if they're at a dinner and they're explaining, you know, they're at their family dinner and their mom asks what they do, if they can't explain it <laughs> in a in a concise and simple way, then there's there's something broken there. Mm -hmm. And so I was I was finding that you know when I asked uh, different employees, um, they had different answers based on when they came in at the company because there was so much change. So that was the first thing that I noticed is that the the messaging wasn't consistent across across the board. And then the other one was as we evolved, we we also introduced a new service offering. So we really started as a project services company. Then we started getting into the transformation space. And then we launched Venture Studios last February. And what ended up happening was that internally and externally, it started to feel like we were three different companies under one umbrella. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want that to happen. I wanted us to be tribal scale who does all three of these things. And they're not separate from each other, but we do it under one roof as one team. Every single person who works here supports 
all three. The marketing su team supports all three pieces. So that was really important to me. So I think, you know, those two things are are the biggest indicators of, of you know, when the messaging is confusing. Um, then I would say if your brand and your business has evolved, which it should be, because if you want it to be successful uh, in the rapid changing market, it should be evolving. So if it's evolved so much that you don't feel like you're looking at your collateral and it speaks to who you are anymore, mm -hmm. that's also an indicator. Um, so and like I said, the offerings have changed. Um, and then if your audience uh, has changed, so if your audience has broadened or if it's tightened, one of the things that we realized um, is really important for us is not only is our audience um, our you know, Fortune 500 companies that we're working with, but our audience is also recruiting. If we're going to fill the projects that we have, we need to fill it with the best talent. So we also had this, this secondary audience of making sure that we're filling our team with the, with the best uh, the best team possible. So we had these two very, very different audiences and how are we going to connect these? So audience is definitely uh, another piece as well. I mean, no, that that's super interesting. If you're just joining us live, um, my guest Rachel from Tribal Scale and I were discussing specifically in terms of branding and, and how to rebrand when a company is growing and scaling, when things are changing, when messages are maybe, maybe you know, mixed up and confused um, so if you have any questions when it comes to branding feel free to just message us directly in the browser and we'll we will definitely get to it um talk to me rachel actually because I, i've seen and i've been i mean you know this i've been a super fan of the of, of tribal school as soon as you guys launched i was really excited to see how things and how you guys have grown talk to me and maybe because i am the outside and maybe i'm the person that maybe i'm not your ideal client but i am that audience that looks at your rebrand now and tell me about all these different shapes, actually. Yeah. Um, so what happened was, I mean, there's lots of different things to say about the shapes, but um, yeah. <laughs> right, off the bat, right off the bat, uh, we worked with One Method on our rebrand, mm -hmm. and they came forward with, I want to say, you know, maybe ten final ideas, and and the widget, the widget idea was was one of the of the those top ideas, and it was something that we just gravitated to. So I think that just visually, um, we just gravitated to because it felt um, techie, for lack of a better word, but it also felt modern and and not gimmicky. So we definitely gravitated towards that. And then what we also wanted to steer away from was in a lot of our marketing collateral, we were using icons, which I think a lot of companies. Uh, lean on when they're trying to introduce visuals into some of their collateral mm -hmm. and we wanted I really wanted to stay away from using icons because then you kind of end up looking um, like Google <laughs> Google icon images um, you don't really look like a, a brand that's that's separating itself from from other competitors because you all end up using these same icons so we're really using them to um, to focus on some of the areas that that we used icons for. So for example, we the marketing team actually sat down and, and put all these icons that we had decided for our rebrand up on a wall. Mm -hmm. And we wrote down what each of them means to all of us. And we're now using them to rep visually represent some of the messaging that we're doing, if that makes sense. So uh, yes, yeah, some of them, you know, the, the actual tribal scale icon logo with the two arrows that mm -hmm. is re represent representing scale. So anytime that we want to represent scale in any of our collateral, we're using that widget, for example. Oh, I see. I get it now. I get it because I, I was I was a little confused by by the the you know I I have Sheetal, I follow Sheetal, you know we're friends on Instagram and everything. And I'm like, okay, now he's wearing this logo. I don't is it different or is it not? So I guess this the story will tell itself as well 
mm-hmm. as as you continue to grow the brand as because when when did you rebrand when was the official rebrand it was uh september right so a month and a half not even yeah. No, I mean, I, I think I think it's great and it's fresh. So, you know, what comes to mind with me outside of like, I didn't understand what the icons were. I thought it was fresh. I thought this is cool what they're doing. I don't get it, but I think it's cool. So, <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just being, I don't, maybe I'm being too honest with you right well, now. Well, you know what? I think that that is honestly some part of the intention. I think we wanted to feel different. We wanted to feel bold. I mean, you know, a lot of us, you know, myself and Sheetal and Roger and then yeah. and, you know, you know, a bunch of us. So we're definitely not um, the norm and we, we didn't want to feel that way. So I'm actually happy that, that you thought that. No, great. No, I mean, I thought I thought I'd be open with you. And, and I was excited to, as I said, not only, you know, have you talk with me with branding on on the on dialogue, but really, really, you know, just get it out there in the air because, I think as a, as, as a tech entrepreneur, like if one person has this type of thought, I mean, I'm sure other people do, but if it's intentional, then you guys are genius. (laughs) 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 So I, I guess, um, I guess for the listeners out there, tribal scale is not only growing, I mean, with resources in terms of, you know, the services that you're offering, the number of employees, but you guys are opening up offices like, exponentially right across the across the world right so when it comes to branding how are you managing or what is the strategy of managing it across countries now and regions yeah Yeah. so i think that uh right off the bat if you choose a brand and that's really what it came down to if you choose a brand that feels like yourself if it feels um if it feels familiar if it feels like it's almost a personality that would exist in this case we tried to have our brand um mimic what Sheetal is like in real life um, yeah. and it's then it's pretty natural um and so it's natural that the other offices and our remote workers would would feel a connection to the brand because it feels like the company it feels what we're doing like what we're doing so i think that's the first thing is it really speaks to who we are so so it's a natural a natural progression the other piece, um, as far as as managing it, is assign a brand police. That would be um, my biggest tip. Uh, I have a lead designer in my team who um, I, you know, put in charge of this, and she she's the brand police. So anything that any office wants to do, or any proposal that we create, any keynote template needs to be signed off on her uh, by her until we're super familiar and, and, and used to the new rebrand stuff. So assigning somebody who's that point of contact also just for questions. If anybody has questions about any of the design aspects, she answers them. And then on the flip side, I have a content lead on my team as well, who messaging wise is responsible for all the new messaging. So if there's any confusions from anybody on the team, um, about our new positioning, our new brand promise, our new, um, uh, really any of it, our, our values, um, they can ask her. And so it's a really open dialogue across the board. So uh, open, being open and, and having people assigned to answer these questions is super important. The, right. other, the other piece, and, and I did this um, at my last company as well, is creating kind of like a brand Bible, um, which is really important in the in the onboarding space. So we're just finishing this up on our end, but it will kind of tell the tribal scale story from start to finish and how we evolved and, and why we evolved to this point. And you'll you'll get it as a book as soon as you sign on as a new hire on our team. Oh, that's very cool. I mean, it's very in terms of onboarding, really understanding the story. I, I just want to make an emphasis or a point in terms of the t- the key resources in your team that are helping ensure that the brand is going correct forward, right? Um, 
so every every collateral, every proposal, every communications are going through these two people now within the organization. Is that correct? Yeah. So how how does that work in terms of allowing them or like does every like anything you do, like if I was someone in your team and I just wanted to do a quick like a webinar or something, I would ensure that it has to get signed off, right? Yeah, and it's not so much of a, of a sign-off, but what we're trying to do as a marketing team, and it's not super traditional for, for a tech company or, or any company to have a marketing team like it, mm -hmm. is we're trying to also be an extension of professional development. So um, part of it is training our team on speaking engagements or their personal branding, um, and, and that's kind of an, an extra piece. So we're working with everybody to kind of train them and, and teach them about branding for our company, but also branding for themselves, which has, has been super interesting as well. That's amazing. If you're just joining us, Rachel and I, we're talking about branding uh, and how to ensure the brand messaging. When you go through a rebrand, is is aligned throughout organizations, countries, regions. So if you have any questions, definitely let us know within. If you're listening live, let us know now, and we'll we'll reach out. But if if it is if you are listening on the replay, send me a note. Send Rachel a note. We'll make sure we know how to get get that, and we'll be happy to address your questions. A personal question. Um, when it comes to branding, and I know you talked about, you know, you know, making it a person, a brand, a person, or how the how the company feels. Um, I get a lot of questions personally in terms of building personal brands. I'd love to get your thoughts on that. I know, I know you're, you know, Rachel, you come from, you know, the expertise of building brands, building companies as a person. So, what are your thoughts when maybe people on your team or your friends or colleagues look to you and say, "Hey, Rachel, I'm trying to build my personal brand. Like, how do I start?" Yeah, so I, uh, I'm i super passionate about the power of three. So mm -hmm. I'm, uh, as far as, you know, your personal goals or even just your um, your commitments or anything. So I'm really, you know, passionate that you can't really focus on more than three things at a time and do it well. So uh, this, I think, also transfers into building your personal brand because I think that so many people try um, and want to be thought leaders in, in lots of different things. But, but really, if they pick three things that are really important to them, the three things that would get them up in the morning, three things that really excitement, excite them that they could talk about for hours, um, then you're, 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 you're focusing on, on the smaller piece, which is a lot easier to build on. So uh, uh, the, first, the first thing that I always do with somebody when I'm working on their personal brand is what would those three things be? Um, and then I also encourage two to be business related and one to be personal. So, uh, yeah, that, that's really my, my recipe, for lack of a better word, uh, for how to build your personal brand is choose two things that professionally really speak to you and then choose that third that sets you apart from everybody else and is your personal one. Oh, my God. Could, it, could I throw you my three right now? Let me know your thoughts. Throw it to me. I mean, I have like 53, actually, but let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about three. So, I, obviously, with the business leadership, I'm, I'm really passionate about you know, helping people grow as a business leader, whether they're entrepreneurs or or emerging business leaders within corporate, um, because it, it's it's really important to to really understand. And there's really similarities. Secondly, because I'm a tech entrepreneur, I'm super passionate a bit about entrepreneurship. I mean, I was up in Ottawa last week. I met, you know, I was advocating for entrepreneurs. I met the prime minister as well. So that that's super passionate. And then on my personal side, outside of being a father, which I share a lot about, yeah. um, I talk about running. 
So is that three? Does that make sense? Or did I just say 53 there? I don't know. Well, you know what? You didn't say 53. You may not. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, those are, are, are perfect. And, and what's super interesting is that uh, that's exactly what I get from your brand when I'm looking at it. And I on social and I get you know, the daddy posts. Um, mm -hmm. And then I also get the running. So um, it's also great and a really good first step when when you're super aware of, of what's important to you and, and what your brand speaks to and, and how to further that. So I'm going to ask you, what's your personal brand? Yeah. Um, so obviously, this might not be a shock, but uh, passionate about how startups need to think about marketing really early on. Mm -hmm. um, the second one is I had I sat next to uh, somebody who I won't name um, at a dinner in California, and she was an incredible mentor. And she gave me this whole speech about empowering down and how so many people want to impress their boss. And so they work they work towards looking up and uh, and how she her biggest um, her biggest passion was make sure that you're looking down. Um, and so if, if you have a team of incredible workers, you should be making sure that you're elevating them. And that's really the long game of, of how to be successful. So it was a long conversation. But I would say that, um, you know, making sure that you have proper leadership and you're taking care of your team even more than yourself would be my number two. And then uh, my third is animal conservation. So I've been lucky to travel and work with elephants a lot, which um, is my side passion. I love that. I love how you know yours as well. But I guess we're, I guess outside looking in, we're both marketing folks as well, right? So <laughs> it, it, it makes sense that we we've done our our personal our personal work and really understand who we are and and really something um, that we're passionate about. I, I had heard. Um, Someone mentioned recently uh, one of the masterminds I'm in, and when you're building out your personal brand or bringing out a product, you know it should be something that you're really not only passionate about, but maybe something you want to. And this is a tip for the listeners out there, um, and maybe this, you know, I'd love to get your thoughts. You know, it's something that you're gonna want to talk about at least for three to five years. And if you don't see yourself talking about running for three to five years, maybe that shouldn't be part of your personal brand or a product or a service that you want to, you know, you know, you want to put behind your name. Yeah, so that also comes into my power of three is I always think, you know, where you might be in three months from now and, and three years from now. Oh, that's great. I'm really having a blast, Rachel. I know, I know that I know we could probably talk all day. Um, so before we roll out, if you are joining us live, let us know any final questions, comments. Love to hear your thoughts or if anything that you agree with or maybe not agree with with us. Um, just, I just, just disagree. <laughs> yeah, or disagree. That's even better. Um, I mean, long story short, I had someone call me a spammer today. It really hurt me, actually. But <laughs> but he disagreed with me, or she. It's someone. But uh, anyways, love to hear from you, um, whether live or on the replay. Let us know. Um, Rachel, before before we end this show, I'd love to get, you know, I know we had a lot of tips. Um, any final thoughts that you'd love to share to those who are listening who may be in the process of building out a brand or even even more exciting thinking about or you know on the fence about doing a rebrand yeah um so i think my my final thought about branding whether it's personal or business related is foster your relationships um i even look at the you know the relationship that we we have created through through the amazing community and that's really what's most important um you want to be somebody who's approachable you want to be a brand who's approachable that that people want to work with or work for especially when it comes to to massive scale and then scaling quickly so foster those relationships is is the best part of building a brand that feels human 
um, and feels like it can evolve with with the time. So that would be my my biggest uh, piece of advice. Foster relationships. That's awesome. And and that's definitely definitely the mic drop for today. So ensure that your fostering relationships is moving forward. Rachel, where could we find more information about you, Tribal Scale, or anything you are super excited to share with us today? Yeah, um, you can email me directly at rachel at tribalscale.com. So that's an easy one. If you have any any questions or want to talk about uh, more branding stuff, you want advice, I'm always happy to to talk with anybody about that. Um, and then Tribal Scale is Tribal Scale on all social channels, tribalscale.com. Uh, we are hiring. We pretty much have over 40 open roles at any given time um, in our different offices. So um, hiring uh, is one of the other things that that I would love to connect on. I, I almost wish you said 50 just to yeah. have it all. 50, the power of three, 50, 50, and that would have been 50. It might be 50, um, but I was going to say 50, but I wanted to make sure that I wasn't overplaying it. <laughs> it might have 50 or 60. Uh, so lots of open roles. Awesome. Well, Rachel, it's been a, it's been an absolute pleasure for you having you co-host for me today. And obviously, you know me personally, but uh, this is an open door. I'd love to have you on or someone on your team, and we could always talk about branding, marketing, or something that's the new as well discuss that we could help and share you know our insights and our knowledges to the team but again thank you again and, and have a fantastic week you too thank you all right rachel we'll talk soon bye the business leadership podcast live it's an almost daily show so be sure to catch us every monday wednesday and friday live and if you haven't done so yet please be sure to check out my podcast the business leadership podcast where i sit down with Amazing business leaders to discuss their personal journey, experience of business leadership. New episode drops every Tuesday. You could listen it on, you could catch it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, iTunes, or wherever you listen to your podcast. But that's a wrap, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Have a fantastic week. Edwin signing off. <laughs>